Welcome to Pulling Up Face and Fears, the podcast. This is episode one. My name is Danica Edwards. I will be your host. First things first, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you even just for being curious and giving me your ears for just a second. This is just to sort of break the ice, let you get to know me a little bit, what Pulling Up Face and Fears is all about, what I plan on doing with it, and why I decided to start this podcast in the first place. So as I said, my name is Danica Edwards. I reside in Ventura County, California. That's where I was born, where I work. I work in radio broadcasting for Gold Coast Broadcasting. I've been doing this about five years now. So this is my first podcast, and I decided to start this podcast for people sort of like me. I'm kind of a scary person when it comes to creative endeavors and letting the world kind of see my soul like that. So this is very new. This is very candid. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoy it. This is a journey that I'm bringing you on with me and I'm really hoping to inspire people and hopefully other people that are sort of like me that have goals or aspirations but might be a little bit afraid to get started will hear these episodes and get inspired to just get going. So here we go. Episode one, I have a guest today. Her name is Samantha Schmitzberger. She is a creative. She's the co-founder of the clothing brand Pundit, a businesswoman, designer, all-around bad bitch. And uh, I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited and I'm so honored to be your first person ever and be on episode one. I'm like so excited. Thank you. Thank you for uh, coming in. I heard this is your first podcast ever. Yes. I'm glad to have you in here and gain this new experience with you because this is very new for me too. I wanted to say one of the reasons why I wanted to sit and talk with you is just because I've been following you on social media. I want to say a couple of years now. And I believe I saw the launch of the brand Pundit officially. And I remember you were looking for models for an official first photo shoot, the whole nine. And I just, I, you're a fierce woman. And I'll just say the way that you carry yourself and, you know, your stories that you post and who you decide that you hang around with, your circle seems very small. And I'm just very intrigued by it. So I wanted to bring you in and pick your brain because I think your story is pretty awesome. And I think that people should really hear it. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, you are the co-founder of the clothing brand Pundit. You're a designer, businesswoman, creative. Is there anything else that I didn't mention? that you would call yourself or that you also do? I feel like creative, it's so broad. I do think I have, I mean, I'm creative in so many ways, whether it's furniture, whether it's music. I mean, I listen to different genres. Um, I love different kinds of clothing. I feel like Pundin is just a small fraction of what my capabilities are, but um, it's always been something that I've wanted to do. I always knew from a young age that I wanted to do something with design. And I feel like just like everybody else, it's like, how, how do you get there? Right? Yeah. Like, it's like, I know that I remember watching music videos Girl. at such a young age. Oh I mean, I gosh. grew up. 90s early 2000s and that created me like my style my hair my eyebrows like you know I still like everything that I do now are all references that I grew up on for sure you know so 
But just even like as a creative, like anytime I think of like designing clothes or photo shoots or anything, or if I'm working with a client, I always, those are my roots. Yeah. That's what I always go back to. And that's the most authentic to me. So I don't know. I, I definitely, when I look at if I'm a businesswoman, yes, it's hard being a creative and being a businesswoman. It really is. I feel like I've grown a lot these last two years because being a creative, sometimes we we sit on it too long. Yeah. You know, or, you know, sure. we have an idea. And, you know, what I've learned is like, I have to act up on those ideas when I fail it yeah. or I pull my laptop out. Or even if I have a pen and just like write down the idea because then it becomes real. Mm-hmm. It becomes something that, like, okay, if I look at it, I need to do something with it because it's like, like I said, sitting there. Yeah. So businesswoman, I'm, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to get better. I I definitely think that you're doing a great job. And it's funny that you say that because I got into radio almost five years ago. I came in like, get on air. You're the creative, you're a personality, get on air. And now over time, I've really built up my skill set. I've learned the business side of things. And like you said, it's very hard to do both of them because on one end, it's like this is the creative part. This is the part. This is your soul. On the business side, there's deadlines. Things need to get done. Um, Other people are involved. You know, communication is on 10, if not more. Otherwise, it's going to fail. So uh, the creative side of things, like you said, if you want, you can sit on things. Mm -hmm. You can walk away and then come back to it if you want to. On the business side of things, it is so hard because your one move affects so many others. So that's crazy. I know exactly exactly what you're talking about. Talking about Pundit, for those that don't know, what is a Pundit? So originally, okay. So Pundit, the way that I use Pundit is completely different than the actual meeting itself. But where I got it from was, um, I, I'm going to just give you it so real since we're pulling up face and fears. Let's do it. So I got kicked out of CLU, uh, Cal Lutheran University. Kicked um, out. Oh, yeah. I got First, they gave me a warning. It was a suspension, and then they just fully kicked me out. I was just in a bad place. I went to FITM first, and I killed it. Like, I I was in my element. I was with like-minded people. I was interning. I was handling. I had her. My daughter's here, by the way. Hi, Bella. (laughs) Um, But I was just in my element, and, you know, when I went to Cal Lutheran, I had to, you know, go to... A school that I wasn't I wasn't ready for it okay and it was something that I felt wasn't authentic to me and it was more to please my parents you know right so they had fully kicked me out and I just remember I was trying to get back in so I'm like you know what I refuse to fail I gotta be the first one in my family to get a degree but one of the the, the dean I met with the dean and the dean was like the only way I'm gonna let you back in is if you take this business class and show me that you're serious first assignment I'm like reading the book I don't know it was business 201 or I don't even remember <laughs> but I was reading about Ted Turner so he owns TNT so it the way that they talked about him was he was a pundit of business wow but okay. it was like he had devoted his life to something that he wanted from such a young age from 
being a, an entrepreneur, being successful, facing fears, like, right. you know, and just sticking to him and l- allowing himself to go through every process. And I was like, wow. Now, that if was that, powerful. If that ain't spot on with what we're trying to do here, Same I don't know what is. That's awesome. Exactly. Okay. And so I- you got that from your business class that you never intended on taking girl no but had to isn't it amazing where inspiration comes from sometimes yeah of course it is and it was so you know from like you know everything happens for a reason i feel like the dean put me in that class for that reason because he even told me what did you want to do i want to be a business owner okay take this class show me you're serious and then maybe i'll consider you coming back to the class right and i had to ace the class at that so it was like just pressure and just everything but I just, from that point on, I actually devoted myself to whatever I was doing. But I just knew when my business partner and I, when we talked about, you know, doing something in fashion together, I already knew the name that I wanted to use. Yeah. And it was something, I mean, everybody asked me to this day, like, what is Punnett? What is Punnett? I'm like... You uh, make it what you want it to be at no, this point. But you're a pundit. Yeah. You're a pundit because you have Aww. something that you love to do this you're doing it but it's 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 a growing stage oh man it's like this is this is just episode one like this is about to be you know like the dopest podcast but not just that but you can take it to i don't know interviewing people you can take it to tv you can anything you want to do baby stages for sure it's like just get started and and see where it goes obviously it nags at me over and over and over when i don't do it it kills you it really does every day and it's just in the back of your head like you know you know you're capable of course but it's like mm. that is the difference between being capable because the people who actually put in the work every day, it's okay if you're just doing one thing, two things, three things, whatever a list of things. Mm-hmm. That every day, look at your, like, if you do something every day towards this podcast and you look back a month from now, you'd be like, I handled that shit. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, baby steps. And you have to learn every process. So that is a pundit. Sticking to your craft, doing what you love to do, something that's so authentic, going through the motions and building and building and building. I'm cheesing super hard. Thank you. Thank of you. Course, thank of you. Of course. Let's continue to talk about the journey. What would you say your biggest fear along the journey of coming up with Pundit and just getting the ball rolling with the brand in itself? I have to say, from design school, I was never afraid. I don't know why, but I've always been a bold person. Like, I always feel like if it feels right to me, that's just what I do. Yeah. And I learn my lesson, whether it's good or if it's bad. I fail because I told my parents, even when I had Isabella at 16, like, I still told my parents, like, Mom, I'm still going to go to design school. This is what I'm going to do. And I remember when I had her, my mom was like, you're still going to get to do what you want to do. You're you're just going to take a different path. Right. And I feel like because she said that to me, there were no fears going to design school. It was like my parents knew that I had something planned for myself and that they were going to support me. And can we talk about that? You know, we hear things about, you know, pregnancy at a young age and stuff like that. And obviously parents are going to be worried but what you just said how your mom said is like you're still going to be able to do what you want 
you're just gonna have to take a different path. And I feel like not enough people hear stuff like that when they put themselves in a situation that might not be looked at by the rest of society as a good place. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like you're not done forever. Exactly. So hearing that, that's awesome. You seem like you have an amazing support system. I, re- I really do. I mean, my mom, man, growing up, I just had, I had tough parents and I had a tough family. And they, but they all have high expectations. They all have, I mean, they don't take no for an answer. So I feel like because I was raised like that and that's what I saw, like, I remember my mom was like, well, you need to go get something that's more stable. You have a child now. And I was like, no, this is what I'm going to do. And like, you're going to hop on. But you know what? As I got older, I'll be honest with you. When I was in design school, I totally took advantage of like internships and and meeting new friends and being around like minded people who still help me to this day Uh to this day. So when I say that I was not afraid of going to design school, I feel like you if you don't follow like that inner inner part of you that because you know where your spirit's at Mm -hmm. and if you don't follow that you're Mm -hmm. just gonna end up you're gonna fall on your face every time i don't follow my like my inner spirit i have fallen so bad this is probably like my third project that i've started and this is the only one that i feel like i'm actually going through with the other two projects were like everyone else is doing this i need to be doing this too and now i'm just like no like this is just such a small part of who i am and this is more like a tool for something even bigger yeah Uh, i always say i'm very empathetic i want to inspire i am the world's biggest cheerleader and that's what this entire podcast is about not only am i working through my own fears but i'm just like no like if i can do it yo anybody can do it so um the point of this podcast is not only to tell your story but to celebrate how you fought and you pushed through the tough times so like you said going to school having bella and getting kicked out of kalu and stuff like that what were some of the things that you would tell yourself or how did you fight to just keep the vision alive and to keep it clear Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like uh, I went through a really shitty relationship and I think I just got to down to my lowest point. I had to like look at myself in the mirror and, I, and just being a confident person. This is like after college and after getting kicked out and just having my highest of the high and then the lowest of the low. Right. So, but being able to, let me rewind back. So when I was interning, my best friend, she uh, was a stylist and she had moved away and she gave me a huge client of hers for the BET Awards. And I just remember it was something that I needed at that time to pick me up and remind me like this is my path like I'm so much better than my situation yeah you know and I think um that person it was Tamia she got best dress for the BET awards and I just yeah and I was only like 
21, 22. And I just remember like looking that I couldn't look at myself in the mirror, being in a bad relationship and me feeling like, how did I let myself get this low? I don't you know? think people really realize, and it's just a meme when people say, like, watch the energy that's around you. Oh, my God. Watch who's like, it's real. It's so real. What Like, when you said I keep a tight circle, like, I definitely do. And my eyes are always open. And, and, and you know what? I'm, I go off energy. Mm-hmm. Like, energy is so important to me. Like, I feel like I like now I'm very open. Like, anything that I commit myself to or if I'm engaged in that person, like I'm engaged with you and like you are getting me, you're not getting the surface, like you're just getting me. And I feel like all those lessons, like I had to go through all of that to to be who I am today. So I do, I definitely think that looking at myself in the mirror, just knowing that I couldn't, I couldn't even look at myself like, damn Sam, we're low right now. So since then I'm like I'm never gonna feel like that about myself ever again and it, I promise you people may think that I'm like you know cutthroat or I'm straightforward but it's just like no and that's to protect me that's protect my spirit like my creativity yeah. like who I that's cause that's who really who I am you know that that is that is some real stuff I just gave you. I haven't said anything like that in so long. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm glad that you were able to bring it here. And, and like I said earlier, before we got started, that I want this to be open dialogue and not to be a sad conversation, not the woe is me, mm-hmm. but this is like, yo, I, I went through some tough shit. This is relatable shit. Yeah. And I pushed through and now you're a bad bitch with badass designs and I'm fucking loving it. So Thank you. Unapologetic. Yes, as you should be. (laughs) So what would you say your biggest blessing and or milestone uh, since the launch of Pundit? With only to do with Pundit or just like my No, I mean, it can be just your journey altogether. Uh, I feel like I'm so blessed with the people that are in my life. Like, I have amazing parents I have an amazing daughter. Honestly, having her in my life has like always checks me at the door. Like, and it always has, nothing's more real than being a parent. Right. You know, it's so easy to be a bad mom and it's really hard to be a good mom. Wow. So I'm as, even though I had her so young, she has been, I always felt like she saved me from me. Wow. So wow. I actually had this lady tell me this and I was like, Girl, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. You're like, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that tatted or something. Seriously. Well, you have Bella here with you, your daughter. Um, so I'm gonna bring her mic up because I want to talk to her a little bit. Thank you for coming in. And uh, this is also your first podcast. I know you were saying that you listened to a couple and that you've always wanted to be on one. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 14. Awesome. I see you on your mom's Instagram all the time, and uh, I see that you're into clothes. I see that you're into makeup and skin, and that you just got your hair done. Yeah. I do see all For of the first that. Time. It took a lot of like uh, talking to her about it to get her yeah. to let you do your hair. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks really cute. Thank you. You're welcome. Are you and your mom really close? Um. Yeah. I could consider her like a 
best friend almost because like I can tell her anything and she's like since she had me at a young age like I kind of consider it as like an advantage because she understands me more. My mom had me at 20 and so she was pretty young too and I mean what's cool about that is that she's not too far off so when I was going through some things you know in my teenage years even though I didn't always want to hear it she was spot on every single time so uh, it's definitely a blessing and that's awesome how proud are you of your mom and everything she's accomplished and everything that she's doing with pundit and designing and all around she's amazing i'm really proud of her her first like her first business that she was trying to make i still remember it it was like debbie schmidt and wow. I was like around for it, like for like everything, like she, before like she got the office, her first office and like the space to work. She like used to do it in the apartment that we used to live in and wow. like, have like all the people that she was working with at the time for Debbie Schmidt, um, like come to the apartment and just like go on with ideas. And then she, she would like take over like my whiteboard and like, just <laughs> write ideas and but like i'm really proud of her she did a lot and i'm super thankful for her too that's awesome you are in a very cool situation mm -hmm. to be able to see these things being built from the ground up and like you said to see businesses that didn't do as well yeah. and you know just to see it out of an apartment then to move to an office and then to a warehouse and, and stuff yeah. like that you're getting first-hand teachings girl so i hope that you're soaking all the game up i am good good i'm really happy that you came in too thank, thank you. you so is there any advice for other people that might be interested in design or creative arts or creative direction or anything like that any advice that you would give them looking to start their own journeys um there's a few things so my first and second year in, in business, sometimes even now, I come across a lot of successful designers who have no schooling whatsoever in design. And I feel like sometimes as creatives, and I've I've run across them because I, I love to collaborate with different kind of people just because they bring a different kind of sauce. Right. You know? But I definitely think that sometimes people hold back a lot because they don't have the proper schooling or... They, they feel like they need to know Adobe Illustrator, just things that in the design world you would need or, and I'm talking about fashion, but I've met other artists who have gone through something in their life and, you know, art is what they turned into and turned their career. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I feel like this whole thing, like, oh, you need school. You need, no, you don't. I feel like right now, especially with Instagram, individualism is embraced and I feel like you should start however you need to start right just start because in the back of your head I always feel like there's you you know where you want to be and you know where you want to end up and you know what you want to try but you have to go through the steps every every possible step you need to go through to get to where you want to be and it takes time and it takes you building character it takes it takes you being that person it takes time for you to be that person to do the things that you want to do and sometimes it'll it'll beat you up it's not easy it is not and you know everybody wants to be a creative 
until until it's really time to be a creative and and like I said for me like having to face criticism possibly or having to schedule a weekly podcast to make sure that this flows and all of that it it, it's tough but it has to be done and you grow and you grow and you grow and the next thing you know you're doing it in your sleep for real and you know what like nothing has to be perfect it doesn't nothing has to and i say that to because i feel like even i beat myself up over so many things packaging design and then can i just say that your packaging is amazing oh, every time thank it's you. always though it's always very clean and stuff thank like you. proud to pay because she gives a full experience i thank try you. to I, do, I really try i got my 14 year old letting me know if i'm whack that day <laughs> right bella I got these dope like boxes for this past drop and she was like, oh, those are nice and they're super dope. And she let me showed me another blogger and was like, this is what's up. Like you need to get on this level. So. Oh, she was like, these are all right, mom, but, but look over here because definitely I love it. I love it. And you would know, you yeah. would know. It's like I have a 16 year old brother, man, what Billie Eilish. And I was like, oh, I need to pay attention to her. She's the one with the drip now. And he's like, yeah, she's got drip. I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. Right? Like, we're having to, like, she had, like, her Instagram feed, I always go through it because it's not just because I'm snooping, but she just, I mean, snoop I, sometimes. I definitely <laughs> snoop. I'm not here. She's to getting not, inspiration. But I, <laughs> her feed is so different from mine. And I always look at just how what kids because she's a freshman she, right now she follows like bloggers and i follow like more like um like the celebrities like my age or like three years older than me or, so like, for us kind they of. were bloggers for y'all they're influencers yeah. is what they're called and uh girl like i it is a completely different world you should have seen me at 14 like i, I, <laughs> I was tell, awkward i always tell my mom like i want to like like I want to, like I want to be like a model. I want to be like an actor. And she's like, okay, well, like, where's the grades? I let Bella know that it, she does, she can be whoever she wants to be, and I fully support it. Yes. However, right now, I feel like her only job right now is to be a kid and yes. is to apply herself and do her best. <laughs> so when it's not, you know, when it's not there, I remind her, like, no. So. She just wants to make sure you're well-rounded. Exactly. Girl, that's really all it is. All right, well, we'll keep a pushing. <laughs> so what is next for you as a creative, for Pundit as a brand, for Samantha as a woman? Any goals? <sighs> I have so many goals, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But if I'm, like, for Pundit, I feel like Pundit has been, set, like, my second child. And just like how you said earlier how you you know where something could be and that's how you see it mm -hmm. it's, but you don't see that you have to do like all these little things so I feel like these past two three years like I've just been doing all the groundwork all the groundwork and I feel like I've gotten better with like just the business aspect of it right and not so much the creative and I'm learning how to balance both of them so I feel like with Pundit I definitely want to keep growing it i'm never gonna stop growing it um i did start a project and 
pulling up facing fears. I did start a project about a year ago and you know it's a it's a cut and sew and it's it's definitely at the level that I want to be where I you know as far as taste level just everything that next step right but you know what just like it takes everybody a long time to do the things that they really want to do I feel like I've been really taking my time with it because it's something that is so sacred to me and I just want it to be perfect and I'm scared so I'm fully scared I said I was gonna release it in November and I'm like nope it's not ready I mean I'm just I'm mentally preparing myself so I'm letting go of like I'm definitely always gonna have hoodies and crewnecks and everything like that but it's like now this is the art that I'm I've been working on and it's it's scary because it's like it's a different customer it's a you know and it's I feel like people are really going to see the things that I'm I'm really capable of doing yeah. and it, that's scary too it's a different level of vulnerability Absolutely So I know it all all too well I like seriously um and like before we got started you had said you're like girl this last year I was preparing for 2020 and and you know what I mean you're like things are just barely rolling into where I wanted them and and stuff exactly. like that so uh, I can feel that and you know there's there's people that say stuff like just get started and and just do it so what and it's like you know, when things are very close and sacred to you you want to protect them um, but at the same time too much protection can sort of stunt your growth and, and yeah. all of that too so I feel you I can't wait to see your new project and see everything that you've been working on. Thank you. I bet it's going to be amazing. If you could describe your mindset going into 2020 um, with one word, with one sentence, uh, whatever you're comfortable with, what would you say or what would it be? Um, I don't know if it's so much a sentence, but I'm definitely, I keep on going back to unapologetic. I love that I, You know what? I've had to live with this saying in 2019, what is for me will not resist me. Because, man, I mean, I'm starting 2020 so fresh because I, my circle is so much smaller. I have more direction in where I want to go and where I want to be. And I'm comfortable with it, finally. Like, I'm finally, like, at the point, like, I don't need anyone's approval. I don't care if someone thinks I'm whack or if my brand's whack or whatever I do is whack, I just, like, I don't care anymore. That's such a great milestone to achieve because when you get there, it's just like the floodgates almost open up for you and everything that you were trying to reach at before they they just become in arm's reach after that once you seriously and it's really us just against us it really is you know it's it's hard but i definitely i'm excited for punning because i feel like it's gonna be a a new me handling it different and better and wiser and you know a shout out to my business partner jonathan davis I see him. I should have invited him in because I I was I wasn't sure if it was just you or if this was a no, group effort. I or mean, how big is the team when it comes to pundit? Oh and- my god! So, man, I can. You need to have Jonathan Davis in here because the first year I wanted. I remember I t- like 
we had started this, but we it wasn't going anywhere because I was still working my corporate day job and you know, and he was he has a successful um, construction gov- government c- contract government construction. I'm saying this wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. Um, but. You know, and I just remember I wanted it so bad and I hated the like it just wasn't moving the way it was supposed to. And I had some money saved up. So I was like, you know what? I'm that's it. Like, I'm quitting my job. Wow. I'm going to do this. And I remember he was so supportive. I'm like, wow. Like, wow. It's just like because he is the business guy and I was always the creative starting. So. I'm so thankful for him because there were times where, you know, I was negative in the bank and I'm like, okay, I'm going back to work. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. And I just remember one time he told me on the phone, I was like crying. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm about to go back to work. Like, it, it was too scary because I had rent. Like, I had her. Yeah. So it was, it was I insane. I can only imagine. But looking back on it, like, I'm so glad I made the moves that I made because, you know, he definitely told me, you have you have the opportunity to do something that you actually always wanted to do mm-hmm. right in front of you it's mm-hmm. just not not a lot of people have that advantage and i thought about it and i was like he is so right so i feel like i owe him so much because he has always been my mentor and my business partner and um i see some questions you have for me and he's definitely been a part of the reason why I've grown as a outside contracted designer. That's you know? amazing. It's amazing to have that sort of uh, support with you, Definitely. and that's going to push you to take some of those risky chances. But sometimes those have the biggest reward, you know. And so most people would tell you you should probably go back to work, you know. But he saw something in you, and he wasn't going to let you quit. That's amazing. It's dope. That's really dope. <laughs> well, this is a great conversation. Thank you so much for coming in. Definitely, definitely. Why so don't you let people know um, how they can get in touch with you as a creative, how they can check out Pundit, how they can buy some shit, <laughs> all of that. Uh, why don't you let them know? Um, so follow us at pundit underscore MMXVI. That's 2016. That's when we started. That's originally when we created it. Um, our website is www.pun-dits.com. Man, I feel like right now that's the only place you can buy it. But my goal with is cutting. So once I... I'm done facing all my fears. My goal is to be on sense, on forward. I'm speaking into existence because that has always been my goal and I feel like that's where, when I look at my clothes, that's where I know it's gonna be. Say it with your chest then girl, affirm it now. Exactly. Say it with your chest. Well, I am thrilled to have gotten through this episode without breaking down and crying (laughs) i am thrilled to have you here and to actually like pick your brain exactly what i had thought before i really got to sit and talk with you you're fucking fierce you're amazing and i'm happy to be a customer of yours as well as to sit with you and to introduce you to the rest of the world for people that might not know you already so again thank you so much for coming in bella 
Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yes. And um, until next time, this is Pulling Up, Facing Fears.